0: Cool. One, two, what to do, my people? It's your boy, DJ Soap, the son of a preacher man, and my man, Shelton Williams. You are tuned into Beats and Bridges, where we bring you the hottest in Christian hip-hop news and all that's going on in the culture. So you keep it locked, you're about to get it in.
1: Let's go, let's go, man. So, man, let's just jump right into it. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's not do anything crazy. Let's jump right into this, man. Um, Lecrae getting it ate up out here on these streets bro like getting destroyed and (laughs) um for some of you guys you're probably wondering what what did Lecrae do now did Lecrae stand up for black people more well kind of yeah um but there's some other things going on here um and he's kind of getting lit up from not just Christians but a lot of people in the mainstream culture that are that have something to say about Lecrae have something to say about you know a lot of things that's going on so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and share um my screen here with you guys so you guys can see kind of what's going on here in the culture. So let's jump into it. Let me see here and let's go. Let's see. Yeah, right here. All right, guys. So I'm going to go ahead and share this with you guys and I want you guys to hear the video that has gone viral.
2: this is what God's asking me to do to die to myself and to live for him whatever context that's gonna look like for me but I want to flip that upside down because I think the other side of it's true with our nation's history we miss we understand the curse that was slavery white people do and we say that was bad but we miss the blessing of slavery that it actually built up the framework for the world that white people live in and lived in and so a lot of people call this white privilege and when you say those two words it just is like a fuse goes off for a lot of white people because they don't want somebody telling them to check their privilege and so I know that you and I both have struggled in these days with hey if the phrase is the trip up let's get over the phrase and let's get down to the heart sure let's get down to what then do you want to call it and I think maybe a great thing for me is to call it white blessing that I'm living in the blessing of the curse that happened generationally Mm -hmm. that allowed me to grow up in Atlanta, and you know, you're talking about being 57. If you were 57, I can't imagine being that old, Dan, and being 57. (laughs) But uh, I've said to our church, Lecrae, a few weeks ago, when I was born, the day I was born on Boulevard at Georgia Baptist Hospital in 1958, black people did not have equal rights in this city. Not my grandparents' lifetime or their lifetime in my lifetime this is right now Mm -hmm. what we're talking about today and
1: all right so (laughs) a pastor you know he wants to rebrand white privilege okay um rebrand it and call it white blessings that's what that is what in this clip he, he chose to do said you know we understand the curse of people understand the curse of slavery but they don't understand the blessings of slavery Okay. um, Wow. What a statement, right? Now, as I think me me and Kayla have talked about this, we understood what he meant, or we can can go and say, okay, we get what he means, what he's trying to say. But um, one, there's a problem when it comes to just always trying to make white people comfortable. Like white privilege, you know, offends you. Let's call it white blessings, because that'll make you feel better about your privilege. And it's crazy. It's a privilege in and of itself to be able to attempt to rebrand something, okay, or rebrand this particular phrase. That's a privilege even of itself. But even though it was um Louis Giglio who said this statement, a lot of Black people, you know, some Christians, some not, had a lot to say about Lecrae with his nod in his head, okay, I see it, if we check it let's check i know a lot of people you know um this 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 clip has been watched 2.2 million times okay so peep there's probably a lot of people overanalyzing, right so let's overanalyze a
2: little bit oracle context you talked about in other words we love the blessing of the cross uh-huh. but we don't we don't love to sit in it and realize this is what god's asking me to do to die to myself and to live for him, whatever context that's going to look like for me. But I want to flip that upside down, because I think the other side of it is true with our nation's history. We miss, we understand the curse that was slavery, mm-hmm. white people do. And we say that was bad. But we miss the blessing of slavery.
1: Ooh, OK, OK, blessing of slavery. Lecrae does this, huh? head to the side,
2: you know? <laughs> like, OK, I'm
1: listening, you know? And then looks no, like then, then the uh, okay, all right, the nod, you know, the nod there almost in, <laughs> seems to be agreement a little bit, right? So that's what you know, built oh, he still up the head. framework oh, That's a that's a big one. Boom, big dip, <laughs> big dip with the head nod.
2: Okay, yeah, he, he. for the world that white people live in. Yes. And okay. live
1: yeah, he, and he, yeah, and he and he went in and he said a yes. He said a yes. So now a lot of people, you know, saying or oh, you you co-signing this. With your head nod, I've seen a lot of people say, wow, look at Lecrae over here with the head nod, okay? Trying to go through all this, right? And Lecrae was getting lit up. People were saying, like, why didn't he stand up for black people in that moment and let him know that, that you wildin?" Some people say that's what you expect from from black Christians. That's what you expect from them, man. They always want to appease Massa instead of standing up. So that's how wow. some people, that's some of the stuff I was seeing on, on, on uh, Twitter. So people were upset with Lecrae about that. Um, a lot of uh, I've heard um, a lot of people saying that Lecrae had had uh, silenced the voices of some black women that was critiquing him over you know his stance, and he deleted some tweets. He even um, one person accused him of, of uh, accused uh, them of Lecrae of blocking um, a woman or blocking someone on Twitter because of what they were saying. Found out later that wasn't the case, but. I'm glad I was able to as I'm talking this, I can find the tweets that were eventually deleted, so let me go ahead and and read oh, off.
0: there were deleted tweets, oh yeah, snap.
1: there were some deleted Lecrae tweets so oh, after this whole thing happened after the whole thing you know went on, Louis Gigolo goes on Twitter to apologize you know one of the yeah. times uh, he apologized twice, one via um a tweet and another uh video message, so the tweet the tw- one of the tweets he said is not seeking to, he said, um, not seeking to refer to slavery as blessings, but that we are privileged because of the curse of slavery. In calling it a privilege slash benefit slash blessing, word choice wasn't great. Trying to help us see society is built on the dehumanization of others. My apologies, I failed. Then Lecrae, this tweet is now deleted, but he quoted that tweet and said, the man's choice of words wasn't the best, but I get his point, but I got his point who's putting their career, freedom, and life on the line? Me. If anyone has the right to be upset, it's me. Grace and love lead me, though. He's learning. He's not shying away or silent, though. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Okay? So, but people were letting him up for this, though too, because they were, like, upset over the fact of, you know, like, he was kind of, you know, defending his man a little bit, you know, defending, defending his man or whatever. So, so some people really kind of want him to go a little harsher on him. But he's trying to say, man, I'm trying to leave with grace in this situation. Um, you know, and I just want to let you know, it's a marathon. He's not going to get it right. He's going to stumble. He's going to be a terrible ally at times. But I'm going to allow him to the opportunity to grow and whatever, whatever right? Um, so that tweet ended up getting deleted because he got lit up with that one. And then someone came at him. I don't know the initial thing of what they said, but he said, uh, "You right, starting businesses, employing black people, building schools, protesting, writing books, and advocating for others is so weak of me. I got to do better. Help me, right?" So he was he was feeling some type of way. He, you know, let's be honest, bro. When you getting attacked a little bit, you you sometimes you 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 gonna say some stuff. You gonna get a little angry, or a little upset, right? And so let me ask you, let me ask you, as we going through kind of um, sharing some of this stuff, um, you know, with everybody here, when you, when you see this situation and see the people that were on Twitter with their, you know, Twitter fingers saying a lot of stuff, what was your reaction
0: to all this, man? Well, well, uh, so I think I probably saw the, the, the clip kind of early in it, like kind of circulating around. Um, because they only had a few thousand, like, like views when I first saw it. And um, it was like I was t- – like it's like I tweeted the other day about how I hate having to do mental gymnastics, essentially, to get what somebody's trying to say. And when I watch the clip even now, it's like I get what he was trying to say, essentially saying that white people live a blessed life because of, of slavery. But it was like why even do that, like, conversational – like road why even go down that conversational road to make a point that already we understand and you made a point earlier about about trying to make people feel comfortable it's like why do they have to be comfortable with something his name just deal with the problem just deal with the issue and um as it related to lecrae was so interesting because lecrae was trending on twitter he was trending he was trending on twitter i don't think i've ever seen him trend on twitter well, um, a
1: couple of times when he was saying Lecrae on Fallon, he was she was, was trending. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I that, do
0: remember. That's that. that's, the, that's the Christian hip hop history. Just letting y'all know. But go ahead. I, I do remember he was <laughs> trending for that. But um, yeah, he was he was he was trending, and it was so strange to me because I'm well. Here's what tripped me out is that there's a handful of people that I follow that we we follow each other, and they were just so enraged with how Lecrae did or didn't respond, and I'm like. If you were in those in that seat, do you okay. want? Did you want him to just like stop the man from talking and start snapping? Like Louis Giglio's church has like twenty thousand members. Yeah, and this was live streamed, and so since COVID has been a thing, every church has been seeing maybe triple the amount of people that already go to their church on a normal week. So let's just hypothetically say fifty thousand people, sixty thousand people were watching this stream. Yeah, that's good. the stream. Yeah, that's good. So it'd be a great way if he did start snapping then the story the angle would be this black man this black christian angry angry
1: black man yeah
0: that would be the that would be the angle and you know in everybody not everybody but a lot of people in the christian space know about passion conference and so you're talking about this man pastor louis giglio is connected to legitimately thousands of evangelical christian pastors throughout the country Mm -hmm. every time passion i saw i saw I saw uh, video clips of Passion Conference uh, last year, and then for people that don't know, they have it at uh, um, uh, the Mercedes Benz where the uh, Falcons play. Mm. And bro, when I saw pictures of that joint, I thought the whole world was at this conference. <laughs> I looked at the I looked at the field, bro. It look, so. You already know the stadium itself can hold like seventy thousand people in the seats, but yeah. then they use the field itself too for oh, another yeah. some. Uh, yeah, so you're talking about like almost. Um, I wouldn't put it past it to be like a hundred thousand people was there I, I mean wow. it, that may, that may be just throwing a number out there, yeah, yeah. but the stadium the stadium just having people in the seats is like 70 thousand. yeah and so I then they use the field too, and so I'm like, yo, so you're talking about literally thousands upon thousands of know, know about passion uh, about about passion the, the church. So imagine lacrae going crazy in front of all those people and what the now narrative comes after that. Yeah. And so people that have nobody that follows them, you got six followers on Twitter. Yep. And and nobody and nobody's paying attention to you. And you think you can just be on this thing and just act a fool. Yeah. Or you think he should have been acting a fool. And then one other thing I want to say is that like we're we were watching the clip after he was already on there. Yeah. He was in the moment. So he's hearing this new phrase, whatever reaction you had in the moment. Are watching it. He's having it live, right then, and you're not tasked with having to respond to it. He is. Yeah. Everybody wants the Monday
1: quarterback. The situation when in the moment you don't know how you would react or how you know you would respond. You know, in that situation, man, especially when you have and we mentioned it kind of off the mic is like Lecrae has a relationship with Louis Giglio. Like he, it's, it's a friendship there. So, like, can you imagine? one representing black people, representing black Christians, you know, and at the same time, that's your friend. And you want to check your friend, but at the same time it's like, but well, wow, this is a live stream. Everyone's here. The CEO of Chick-fil-A is here. Like, do I want to embarrass my man like this? You know what I'm saying? Like, do I really is it worth all of that? Or is it better to privately, and which he said he talked to him privately about that situation later on to to talk to him about it. And What's crazy is Lecrae actually did later on kind of discuss that point, but it's but because we only look at clips now, and we don't watch the whole thing, we 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 can you can pull any narrative you want from a clip. Are you gonna watch the whole thing to see what was going on? Are you gonna watch the whole thing to see like what Lecrae with message you know messaging was? So I think that's a problem that we're having right now is we're so bent on like trying to figure out a, a narrative from a clip instead of just actually looking at the whole thing and seeing things in its entirety, you know? And and also what I find crazy is trying to cancel Lecrae. You can't cancel someone you never listened to to begin with. Can we talk about that? Ooh, that's a, bruh. <laughs> Yo, Y'all never is...
0: <laughs> listened to him before. The, the, society, the whole society thing right now is to cancel somebody based on an interaction you see that they, that they, that they did. Like, you made a point, you just made a point that uh, made me think of something even larger, where you said that uh, people, we, we we listen to clips nowadays, or we yep. watch clips nowadays.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's even worse, where actually some people only read headlines, and they don't even read the meat of what is, it, don't they don't read the articles. substance that's yep. in the article. Um, I read it, I actually read an article, I did read it, an hmm. article that pointed out that it said, using um, tracking data um, that it said that 89% of shared articles on Facebook are not ever actually opened before they're shared so what that would mean what that implies is is that people are sharing the articles without actually reading the articles they're just sharing it based on the headline they're looking at now That's whether crazy. or not that is, whether or not that is true i would but i could believe it because there's been times i've seen stuff that people have shared and then i've read it and it's like it contradicts the point they're trying to make <laughs> so they wouldn't have said that in the first place yeah, yeah yeah yeah. they wouldn't have shared it in the first place if they knew what was what what the substance of the article was so we do that with so it's to your point like we like to we have narratives that we want to confirm already or that we're already bent towards so this idea of canceling people when you just get a clip or you get a headline is is I mean, it's it's, oh man, it 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 it, it frustrates me. It's it's it annoying. frustrates me. It's annoying. It frustrates
1: me. And now there's a someone on Twitter who I've been following for years, man. I've been following this person for years and years and years. Um, but he was a writer. He used to be a writer. Um, at Rapzilla, no longer, you know, as a, as a writer there. Um, but he had he had a, he had something to say about this whole situation with Lecrae and White Blessings, whatever, whatever. And his his stance or his angle. I just want to be I, I first I want to read it what he has to say, but also I want to say like he's he's wild. he's wilding a little bit, okay with the <laughs> angle like I understand what he's saying um but I'll explain I'll explain it to you so Steve Patton, you can look him up s s uh, he's uh his uh Twitter is Steven Patton, but Steve Patton, I follow him and and so this is what he was saying he says, um so let me get this straight because Cray has done and is doing so much, he can't be checked when he missteps. All pro corners get checked when they blow an assignment. We don't have to cancel him, but he can be told he's wrong, fam. I used to cover Christian hip hop heavy. In the peak years, I became somewhat of a voice in the scene, not the primary voice, but one of them. I think DJ Wado was the true voice of CHH, but I was a voice. Obviously, in light of what I covered, obviously in light of that, I covered Lecrae a lot. There's once a point where the only CHH journalist that was approved to write about or interview Lecrae was me. His camp was re- would reach out to me and vice versa. I interviewed him for articles I wrote. Had live interviews with him on release dates on Rapzilla and more. Um, and then he says, uh, so Lecrae got a lot of pub on mainstream websites, blogs, media outlets, etc. I mean, he won a Grammy. Not talked about much, but he was nominated for a Grammy alongside Eminem and Kendrick. His star was bright. Um, but Um, But as he started distancing himself from the CHH community, he would be asked questions about the faith or his views on something, and many felt like he'd take the chance to be very public about some strong views, and he'd be kind of smarty in his response, only to apologize later. But publicly, it felt like to his core audience that whenever he had the chance to make a bold statement publicly, he slipped out of it, especially after they changed the way they defined 116 on the website. And his apology will be bold, but it was always to a smaller audience than the one who viewed the original comment. Now, to be clear, Lecrae was also taking Ls behind the scenes as he started addressing social issues, major Ls, losing connects and deals and all that. Um, and so and then he goes on to say, this is the reason why people are so upset with Lecrae, pretty much what he was saying, is that um, you have to know the context of all of this to understand why people are so upset with Lecrae, right? Um, and uh, let's see, okay, yeah. here's another thing too. Now, can Lecrae check Louis another time off camera? Sure, they're homies, but that's not what would get displayed. Well, what we are, we're all hoping for in the moment was what, um, what he would, would say we expect white, white allies to do. Check that dumb junk from your family when it comes out of their mouths. So that's why people are mad. They think it's indicative of his past. They think he shrinks when it's time to be bold to preserve his brand. Is it, fa- is it a fair criticism? Not always. They think he shrunk in the face of a white man for his brand's sake. Fair? Not completely. Okay? So let me let me just said a lot. He said a lot, right? And I think if this, if if the only people that were upset with him were people in the Christian hip-hop space, then he may have a point. But the fact of like I just went on Twitter just to go just to do I mean not Twitter YouTube just to do click white blessings and Young Turks is covering this white blessings and like other media outlets are like talking about this thing so this ain't like no this ain't like no just little bit of people here and there know about it like I was like what Young Tur- like different media outlets are the Young up on Turks
0: this. is on this yeah job.
1: Yeah. So this is serious. And a lot of people making this kind of a joke thing, like you're trying to flip white privilege and rebrand it to white blessings. So it's a big thing that's trending everywhere. White blessings is like the new thing that a lot of people are talking about. But here's the thing, what I find, um, what I find interesting about all this is like, that would, his, Steven Patton, like he makes a statement like, hey, this is, he might, he might be true. Like maybe when it comes to being on a big platform, Lecrae just shies away from the moment. He's not as bold and unashamed as his brand may quote unquote used to be. Right. But at the same time, that's not why people are upset with Lecrae. People are not upset. People are upset with Lecrae, not knowing his background, not knowing Mm -hmm. his history it's not like people was like, oh, we, they knew all this extra stuff that the times that he didn't stand up for his faith on Sway in the Morning, okay? And that's, no, like, he's so off on that. People are mad at Lecrae, not because of this. Maybe there's some Christian hip-hop people, some black Christian hip-hop people that may see it the way you do because they've been following Lecrae. But I feel like you just took this opportunity to take a shot at Lecrae and because you had all this stuff built inside of you, you got this stuff built in. Like you just like I, I, I'm, I'm angry. There's some stuff that Lecrae's done over the years that's upset me, and you took the time to say this is why. No, no, no. You are projecting. You are projecting. You're saying this is why people are mad at him. No, no. This is why you're mad at him. You, okay. You are okay. And I'm not. And I'm. That's because that, you are projecting. That's the thing I just don't like when I'm hearing this that's kind of point. stuff. Does that that's even make point. Does that even make sense at all? What he's saying over the
0: grand. That may, your point. Your point makes your point makes a lot of sense. Actually, even I don't even know if I would have came to that conclusion just getting the getting it by like getting it on if I got it on my own. Like if I yeah. didn't just see it on my own, I just probably just saw it and just continued moving on. But you make a great point in the sense of because I I have brought up I've spoken about this before is that I think a lot of Christian hip hop people want to make it make because we know other Christian hip hop people. Like, they think everybody loves and knows Christian hip-hop. It's like, bro, like, a lot of people don't even know who La Chris is. Exactly. So, because um, I used to say, I used to say, like, uh, what, I forget what album it was, but there was an album that came out, and it sold, like, 20,000 copies, like, the first day it came out. It was a Christian hip-hop album that dropped, like, 20,000 copies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we were, and people in Rapzilla and all the, the South, all them things were like, oh, we did this, da 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 I'm like, bro. If every like twenty thousand copies, let's just say like two people all were able to enjoy each of those copies throughout the whole country, at the time it was like 298 million people in the United States. Yeah, how many people think you even got that album? It's true. It's, it's like, true. bro. People don't even know who we are. Like, people have maybe have never even heard of some of these artists, and people get excited in you know they get excited about being number one on iTunes and stuff like that. If you look, like, look at, like, the iTunes chart, like, for uh, rap, like, the iTunes rap chart, you got to go to, like, one one will be the album that just dropped. Two will be, like, an album that maybe just dropped with it. Three, maybe the album that was, like, just dropped a couple weeks ago. And then after that, bro, what's it called? Eminem's, uh, some album of Eminem that he came out with. I forget exactly which one. He came out in, like, 2004 with it. It's still in the top 10 iTunes charts. No one is downloading this music. No one's downloading iTunes music anymore. Yeah. That's how you rise on the chart. It gets yeah. downloaded. Not just streamed, it's downloaded. Yep. So people are just streaming stuff. And even if it's the top streamed album for that first little bit, it, all the Christians are just streaming it when it first comes out and then nobody else is streaming anymore. Mm-hmm. I'd say all that to say uh, the point you just made regarding the fact that people are reacting to I promise you the young church and I, they don't know the history of Lecrae. Nope. I promise you that. Nope. I saw this covered on the Shade Room. Yep. They may know a little bit about Lecrae because you know, of you know, what the Shade Room typically kind of covers. They may know mm-hmm. something about him, but I promise you they don't know his whole rise to where he is right now. Nope. So the point you made is that they just saw a black man in this white space or yep. with these two white gentlemen and how they did or didn't like how he reacted. And no, yep, oh, You ahead, no, you, no, 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 you, you,
1: you are absolutely correct. You are like one thousand percent correct. Like something that I I want to say like Bossip. Like you were saying the shade room like mentioned it. Like Bossip, I was saying mentioned it too. in their article that they said about Lecrae, like I literally was like, what in the world are these people like doing? But you know that's the Bossip is known. If for some people who might not know, okay, Bossip is known for like having the uh how can I say, the crazy headline, right? So here's the crazy headline they had for, for Lecrae. "Man, thou art obtuse. Lecrae takes lashing for letting pro-plantation pastor Louis Giglio spin slavery into white blessing. Congregation castigates him communion cracker flat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I wish I could have been in the room when they came up with that, just to see how they came up with that headline communion cracker flat? (laughs) Bruh, Bossip just has the craziest headlines, bro. They called him a pro-plantation pastor. Like, they was really going for the alliteration right there.
1: But but let me tell you, Bossip don't know much about Lecrae. I'm just going to be honest with you. They don't know much about Lecrae. They don't know about him not staying. And to be honest with you, man, the only people that care about, like, people not standing up for their faith or standing up for other Christian hip-hop artists are people in Christian hip-hop. To be honest, like if you are seeing someone like Lecrae or a Kristen Grey or an NF when they're on Sway, or they NF's never on Sway anymore, but you know what I'm saying? Like if they're on these like bigger platforms and people are talking about different stuff, you know, a lot of times Lecrae is trying to, and some of these Christian hip-hop artists are trying to like build a relationship with some of these people at these platforms, right? So if you sit back and you're like fighting every little thing, like for example, I don't know if everyone see LeCrae's um uh viral, he had a viral of uh, Five Fingers of Death on Sway in the Morning,
0: right? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. And I watched that thing about fifteen, twenty I am i watched that thing too many times. I I, I know if, first off the lyrics are lyrics from other songs, so of course I knew the lyrics already. But of course I'm like I know it in the in the course, I know the beats that you know it, that are playing. Like I remember the the Jesus Walks from Kanye Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. and then he went in and tried to play a Kurt Franklin. Um beat in there and so just i just remember the beats and stuff because i watched that so much but at the end of that video sway some said something so um blasphemous at the end of that video and he was saying that um rap brings people together sort of like christianity has like he said true rap brings people together just like christianity does and he was going on but it was like this and lecrae was like "Mm." hmm Mm. And then he was just like, not like agreeing, but he was just like, okay. But he didn't want to like attack it. Like that's that's not the time to be like, you're wrong, bro. That's not even how you say that. That's not what you do. Like you just like, and when you're in those type of positions, it's not the time to be like, oh, in Ephesians chapter number two, verse number eight says, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, that ain't the moment for that. You know what I'm saying? That's a moment when you're having those private conversations to bring some of these things up. But it's just, it baffles my mind about how people like, want Lecrae to do something that I promise you, you would not do. And even if you did do it, you would not build any relationships anymore. All of your relationships will be burnt by acting and behaving that way. Am I right in that sentiment?
0: Well, yeah, you know, we were talking before um, about relational equity and you know, one thing that people have to do, people don't know how to build relational equity and that's why they're not in positions to even have these conversations. Yeah. I think something has to be said about the fact that we're crazy, even able to be in that space, even though like, I don't like the idea and I wish it didn't have to exist of being a token person, but there's something to be said about. I mean, Passion City is what I just was talking about before. Ain't no small operation. And so the fact that he's trusted to be brought into this space, to even have this discussion, it's like, you know, of all the people that I know, let me talk to Lecrae. Like, that, there's a certain level of, of like, you've been doing something. I know you're going to have something good to say. They didn't ask just Joe, you know, they didn't mm-hmm. ask, you know, just Jim. Like, you know, they didn't ask, you know, Marcus. They didn't ask, you know, whoever. So... So, but but the people that are like going at Lecrae is like like I said before, they don't got anybody or any real people to validate or to be in front of. And even if they did, they still want the person in that space, right? They still want the person there. I think it goes to the when you look at how certain people are able to have certain things. Now you can we can we can debate on you know what they're doing with the space that they're in. But you can't deny the fact that they've done something, some whatever thing, correct, or or the, they checked off certain boxes to get themselves in, a, in a, to work themselves into a space. I think that in the Christian faith, we, um, you know, there's debates that happen about Joe Osteen and um, oh, yeah. you know his theology and and uh, does he say things right all the time or whatever. But you can you cannot deny that he has built relational equity enough to have 40,000 people come to the church. That's true. That's true. Now, now, definitely can debate on what he tells those people.
1: Yeah, of course, of
0: course. We can debate what he tells those people, but you can't deny that he has done, he has, he has done, he is attractive to people to be around.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And so then you have pastors that got six people at their church being mad at him and they, it's like, bro, you might have even done some of the small things as it would relate to talking to people and just in, engaging with people
1: that's true and that's so
0: let's let's so let's, so let's de- so let's try to work on some of that and then we can try to critique of what the man is actually saying because lecrae what you just pointed you pointed out earlier lecrae didn't just sit there and let him have said that if you yes. watch the whole thing lecrae's first thing he says when it is his her, his time to speak because what a lot of us do not do we don't listen we start trying yep. to interject when people are talking and not hearing everything they have to say and so Lecrae heard his whole point trying to be like bro this man says it in a while it's probably this I don't even know what was going on with Lecrae but I know it'd be I'm like wow that's crazy <laughs> what am I gonna say but then also you probably don't even like this
1: is the first time if, if you if it's me it's the first time I've ever heard the term white blessings like ever like anyone ever used slavery so I'm probably in my head going huh like, what did he just say? Like, there might be a part of me that goes, did he just say slavery was a blessing? And it might not take you, like, as you were listening to him, you're probably still thinking in your head, like, did he just say that? And then when you, it's time for you time to speak, it's like, okay, what should I say? Because in your brain, you're like, I don't want to, like, come off as an angry black man or whatever. So what can I say that could be helpful in this moment? And that's what he chose to say. And I promise you that what Lecrae did in the whole time he was there at that church did more for the kingdom of God than what some of y'all people with the Twitter fingers did. Oh, let me ask you for the kingdom of God, what had more equity? What had more impact? What Lecrae did in that moment or Lecrae did in the entirety of that moment for not just a clip, but for the entirety of that, th- of that, um, the screen, or what you did with having Twitter fingers, what was more helpful for the kingdom of God? And that's something that some people got to answer for and not me ain't got nothing to do with me, but some of y'all have to answer for some of the things that y'all over here tweeting and saying. And, and what got me upset is not just, you know, um, you know, the, the Twitter account, the Stephen Patton or whatever, but there were other people too that like, I was wondering to myself, are you just taking this as an opportunity? Because now it's, 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 you know, let let's just mess on Lecrae. Everyone's jumping on Lecrae, so you jumping on the bandwagon too. Like, th- and I think there's some people you only hop on things when it's trending. This is another reason why I have an issue with Black Lives Matter in that situation because it's trendy to say Black Lives Matter right now. But uh, I need some oh actions. Gosh. I need some actions behind your what your words are saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, if you truly and what um, there's a, a quote that says that your actions will always follow your beliefs. So if you truly believe that Black Lives Matter, I need to see some action behind it. If you truly believe that, then I want to see that represented in your companies. Like some, sometimes I want to add these companies and I want to be like, okay, are um, those emails, I'm getting a ton of emails, Black Lives Matter, I just want to let you know. Da, da, da. Want, you, okay, so are, are there going to be equity? Are you going to have like um, diversity in your management committee? Because I'm not just saying I want diversity as a worker. I want diversity in the higher you know, people in your company. I want the, the people that's all up in management. I want there to be some diversity there. Are there div- diversity there? Are there people, because right now I'm saying BuzzFeed, y'all might be saying it's all for Black Lives Matter, but there's a lot of BuzzFeed um, um, uh, Black workers that are saying that you, uh, of the racist practices that go on in that in those type of companies. So I just want to know, I want your actions to be louder than your words. And a lot of, and that goes for some of your, you, you churches out here too. Some of you churches are saying, coming with the nice little phrases that Black Lives Matter and stuff, but I need to see you marching when the cameras aren't there. I want to see you um, trying to find a common, common ground and attacking real issues. Cause some of you guys just want black and white people to get along. And that's not, uh, that's not enough. It's not enough to say, man, I'm going to raise my kids to not be racist. That's not enough. I need them to be anti-racist. I need them to find systems. And break down the evil systems and the and the, and these uh, these uh in in uh, wicked things. The, the people in high places are doing wickedness. I need you to attacking those systems. I want you to to attack the criminal justice system so it, so that it's equal. I need you to um, be attacking uh, the healthcare system because the healthcare system is a problem that like the 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 rate of black mothers you know are 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 actually four times as as likely to die than a white woman is. Like we need to look at holistically everything because a lot of you guys can point out the problems in the black community some of y'all got the statistics oh you got all the statistics for that but then but then if you see there's an issue or a problem what are you doing to help the issue and not just tweeting facebooking and emailing about it what are you doing so that black lives matter in this society um, but yeah, that's me on my soapbox. I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> no, but bro, you were pointing out you're pointing out things that I was actually I, I, I even would take it a step further with some things because um, I'm getting all those emails as well. And I, I said yesterday, it's tripping me out. I, I just heard about the Virginia governor talking about making Juneteenth like a federal, a, a state holiday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it's wonderful that you know I would take a paid day off. Yeah. State holidays are wonderful, and some of these companies are coming and saying that that you know it's going to be a day off. I'm like Juneteenth is like a hundred years old. Yeah. Why y'all all decide to make this a holiday now? Mm-hmm. Why did y'all all decide to make a holiday now? I just saw how Quaker came out and said that they're gonna make um they're changing the picture and name Jemima. of this yeah. of Aunt Jemima. I'm like y'all been making this up for over a hundred years and y'all been calling Aunt Jemima for all this time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not saying I don't have a, I'm not saying that they that I I don't want them to change it. I honestly didn't really care that much. I, I'm going to be honest. I really, legitimately, didn't care that much. Even knowing the history of it, it's like it is what it is. That's how that was my perspective. But let's just go with the fact they changed it. Why are you all? The fact that you're all doing this at the same time says to me, y'all actually don't really care. You just care about. You don't want to be the odd guy that didn't change. You don't want to be the one that did. Even these schools that are are considering changing the names of different buildings in their on their campuses. It's disingenuous. Yeah. You don't actually care. Now, once again, if y'all change them, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. But what is really going to be a difference is when the experience of the people that you're making the changes for goes beyond the fact that not, their little feelings are not hurt. Because yeah. our, cause my little feelings, because this, this is one thing I challenge black people. This is one thing I challenge black people. We got to go beyond the fact of how we feel. We got to go to, you know, making something happen. Because it's great to yell and scream and you know protest and run up and down and all that stuff like that. Okay, now they hear us. Now what are we doing once we got a a voice? Because see,
1: the thing is, there's too many of us that care for symbols, like oh, (laughs) um, symbolic things, like oh, you know. And this is the the, and and uh, and as important as the great symbol as it was to have a black president, but we we should have came with some demands. See, this is the issue that I think a lot of us, we just care, oh, we have a symbol of a black a black person as a president, great, but we should've came with some demands. Here's the demands of the black community, because if we're gonna be honest, the LGBTQ came with, 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 a, with a list of demands and a lot of their demands were met, okay? Yeah. Oh, and we yeah. didn't come up and say, hey, we have a black president in office, let's try to see what we can do, have some demands to be met. And we didn't do enough of that. There were some people that was doing it, I don't wanna sit back and say none, but there should have been more of us caring more about actual change than just symbolic changes. That's what right. that is what we use. And remember, uh, I know I don't know if you follow the NBA. Do you follow the NBA? Because I'm a huge NBA. Oh, yeah. oh of course. So right now, Kyrie Irving is trying to tell people not to you know, about not coming back to play and and, and all this stuff like maybe we shouldn't come back and play even though he's not going to play anyway. But anyways, he's just trying to tell them not to go back but chris Broussard had an amazing point when he says he says you don't just protest the protests you protest with some demands you sit back and say okay we're not going to come play basketball until you guys maybe say that because these, these guys that own these um these com- uh, own the, the nba Teams? they actually own other companies say listen i want you to make sure that the com- other companies that you own has um, represents the black people that are in management represents the, um, the percentage of the nation. Like they want, I wanna make sure diversity is all the way around. Like you need to come with some demands and say, hey, you know, um, you guys own these teams. I wanna make sure that you are you are putting a percentage of the profits into uh, the community. Like you must come with demands. You don't just protest to protest. You don't just stand out to stand out. You sit back and say, no, the reason why we are not playing is because we wanna make sure that you guys, you owners of teams are doing something. But too many of us, like you're saying, we like to yell, we like to scream, we like to do all this stuff, but none, none of us are having real true demands so we can tell people with power, because what ends up happening is the people in power are just going to do their own thing. The people in power are just going to do change the Aunt Jemima thing and think, oh, that's what they may want. They, they'd probably be happy if I just do that. Like, no, that's not good enough for us. So we need to go to these companies and let them know, here's our list of demands for your company. And if you don't do these lists of demands, we're not eating here anymore. We're not doing this anymore. So those are the type of things I think are uh, would be a lot better and more beneficial. One
0: hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. They will. They. They. It's like I've said. They want. They were trying to. They even the whole idea of the white blessing is making you feel better. It's like they Mm want to figure out how to get to a point where they can just feel better. You know, just just give them some stuff, make them feel better. You know, there's no sacrifice. There's no water off their back if they, you know, give a company holiday if they change a logo, they rename a building. There's no there's no water off their back if that happens. Nope. And, and you made you made a good point earlier about how you know we need to come with um illicit demands. I don't think that as a as a as a people we have an agenda. You ask nope. 10 you ask 10 black people what they want in America, you can get 10, 10, 10 different 10 answers. answers. Mm-hmm. And and about six of them are probably not even plausible and it's plausible to even be done. It's just like so, what do we actually want like what do we what do we want, and how can we get it? I think that was an issue with um the whole um colin Kaepernick um uh, uh, um protest and I mean, mind you, his situation well not it actually this does actually help my point. He said he wanted police brutality to end, and people are like, okay, what does that look like? Like how do you want it to end? You just want it to just arbitrarily end? That's like me saying, I want sin to end like <laughs> No, that's like saying i want
1: racism to end like bro
0: you just it, that's, yes, not, good. that's not good that's not good enough yeah it's yeah. gonna be here so now, what are we gonna do to mitigate that and because he didn't actually have now 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 i want to caveat this is that like i it's like i feel you where you at bro but now how am i gonna get how we all right so i'm, I'm feeling you so where are we going yeah like, if you a leader without no direction you're not leading people nowhere you're just talking mm. and so him taking the knee was great but then it became, but because he didn't actually have a list, of, like, a list of demands for the phrase you use, it was able to, his message was able to get co-opted and yep. we became, now we're talking about the flag and the disrespecting military. veterans yep. because you didn't, you didn't have a message of what you wanted to get done. If you had a message of what you wanted to get done, you, no one could ever take your message away. And if they did, you know they're lying. But because you just said, we want police brutality, and now people's like... Why didn't you protest in front of the police station? Why didn't yeah, you do this? Yeah, why yeah, didn't yeah. you do that? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and all I can do as a person that's on the outside is like, I don't know why.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because you, you came with, you want police brutality. I want police brutality to end too. And there's a lot of evidence. There's a lot of, not evidence, there's a lot of reason as to why white people should want police brutality to end. When we, when we have these, when we say, when people say, all right, we getting shot by the police. And then the white person says, well, we getting shot by the police more. Shouldn't that make you want to get police more? Shouldn't that make you want to be on my side?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because
0: they're killing more of you, like, like that's not an argument. As to say police brutality, should just stop.
1: Yeah, I think, and this is I would I mentioned this on my podcast last night, uh, my, my my other podcast. Sorry, my other podcast, uh, We're Pastors Kid, and it just got released today. L- little plug, but anyway, um, okay. I mentioned though in there that we we spend more time arguing whether that um, police brutality is like racially motivated instead of allowing people to say, okay, do you agree police brutality thing? Yes. I I believe police brutality thing. Let's work together and let's end police brutality. Instead of, instead of having that, the goal, we're spending all this time arguing about, oh, well, you know, well, white people get shot more and like, okay, no, no, let's not, let's forget that. Let's, let's just say for, let's just say for the sake of argument, you're right. The police brutality is not racially motivated when it comes to killing. Let's say you're right. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, you're you're saying right. Now let's work together to end police brutality. Oh, well, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't I don't know. That's the problem. The 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 issue, the real reason why people say all this stuff, and I'm learning this, is because you want an excuse to do nothing. Oh you want an excuse to do nothing because when i when i say come on let's walk alongside us and let's go ahead and do a do a um finish this problem fight the problem you you ain't got you ain't got nothing to say you just want your statistics to be used to shut black people up you just want your statistics to be used so that you can sit on your computer and do nothing and
0: that's all i mean that that that, that woo, bro I don't know how many words is in that phrase, but however few many words, that was a mouthful. People <laughs> want to excuse whew. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but, but, it, but it, you know, it brings up something that like KB was saying, um, he had posted about how like, because he was acknowledging the fact that there's issues within the black community. There's all these issues within the black community. But he was like, if my wife comes to me and says there's, there's this issue, and I was like, what about this issue? What about that issue? But we never attack or address the issue at hand the issue that's brought up anyway then it just shows how selfish and how um self-centered that i am and how unwilling to actually help the relationship move forward at all you have a lot of people that and i'm going to say people because you see this of all people yep, uh uh that well when these are brought up when these issues are brought up that what they do is now this for different motivations but what they do is they do like you said they bring up all these statistics and all these facts and all those statistics and all those facts are probably statistically inaccurate accurate, mm-hmm. but you're not addressing the issue it's kind of like like the the na- many analogies that people have brought up about being at a cancer center and you talk about yeah, other drugs, course, other things or or the broken bone but all the bones and all that stuff like that naturally the all lives matter versus the black lives matter no one ever refers to all lives matter unless they are trying to refute the fact that someone is trying to communicate that black lives
1: matter yeah yeah
0: and so when so it's like it's like a no like a not duh obviously type of thing and so these statistical facts that people bring up it's just like it's like a rouge it's just like a distraction it's like yeah like that's true too so now we're talking about something else one thing that people need to do when they're in or I, I would advise people do when they find themselves in sociopolitical debates is that you know you're winning the debate when someone's starting to bring up other things that have nothing to do with what you yep. started to talk about. Mm-hmm. And when you have what you have to be is wise enough to say, okay, I, I appreciate that, but let's continue to talk about this. And then we'll talk about that later.
1: Yep. Facts. Facts.
0: Do that all the time. Or they or they'll do that they'll either try to bring something else or they'll try to railroad you with a bunch of questions. Yep. They'll be like, so what about the fact that black people are more likely to kill each other? What about the fact that, um, that abortions are happening? What about that? What about what? And they do all that, all those, what about things? Which, like I said, they may all be statistically mm-hmm. accurate. They yep. may be as right as rain, but that's not what we're talking about right
1: now. That's not what we're talking about. You know, and that's the, it's um, in, in the, another podcast episode on the weird Pastscape. We talk about this is like, it's called the deflection you're trying to deflect from what we're talking about to to bring up something else like no 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 we can talk about that another time that's not the time to bring that up now and then also like if we're going to be honest the whole black on black crime thing is even a racist stat if we're going to be honest with us with ourselves because it's i'm not it's not really it's like kind of a myth if you want to really look at it because like you know white on white crime is high like why is crime high it's, crime is high due to zip code most of the time because of redlining and things of that nature a lot of us are still segregated so when black people are sh- killing each other they're going to kill people in the same zip code as them and because most of the time it's black people there that's why that's happening same thing with white people they're going to when they commit crimes they commit crimes against their own no one ever brings up white on white crime okay that's just no one ever brings up some of these other stats like a lot of these things and this is another thing too why I, I don't the same Christians that tell me they don't see color brings up black on black crime statistics. So tell me, do you see color or not? <laughs> you know, it's like, you know what I mean? Like these same people have the same, like, okay. And then it's just like, do you see color? And then one, it's not, we're trying to get people to, we, it's not like I, I don't, I want you to see my color, see that I'm black, I'm black and I'm beautiful. I want you to see that. Okay. This is not something, you know what I mean? Not, that's not what I want you to do. So I think that one, we've got to stop deflecting. And two, we have to ask ourselves, why am I saying this? Why am I trying to, why am I bringing this up? It, wh- what is my goal in mind? Am I just trying to say this because I'm trying to decredit, discredit this person's emotions, emotional feelings about this situation? Like, Why am I saying that? And and that's why um, I get pretty upset about all this stuff, man. But at the same time, I do think that we can be better with this man at, at trying to bring people together through the gospel right and also bring people together with a goal in mind it's not just trying to get black and white people in the same room jay-z can do that but it's also but it's more importantly it's about trying to bring people to a goal man and i can't i stole that from Tripoli. sorry but i did not come up (laughs) (laughs) with that he's a wise guy for real, for real, man. But anyway, I think we've kind of hit this. There's probably some other angles we can hit, but I think this is good enough for now. I mean, we have an hour and a half, I think, of this. But um, is there anything else you want to leave the people with or you think is good?
0: Um, I definitely think it's good, but um, I guess what I want to um, leave the people with is is, is this. Um, for, for, for Black people, um, we cannot desire people to uh, enter and uh, uh, go into spaces and they get so mad at them with how they maneuver that space. They may not do everything that we wanna do. They may not say it the way, now, let, now if they really go off the rails, we can let them know that they, that they did not do right. But it's gonna be, it's gonna be challenging for us to get the, the things that we do want to happen and for us, without any of us to ever be the first ones to, go, to be an ambassador in that space. So we got people that are able to speak those the, that language, that is able to have those relationships. We we it's we have to give them some type of grace with them being the first ones going in there. That's for, that 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 that's my that's, so that's my good. one thing. You preach and my second. <laughs> my second thing for, for, for black people is we have to come up with what we want. Like this is a time where we're being the really the microphones in front of us. So besides just yelling, you know, no justice, no peace, what do we want to happen? Because we got governors coming up with executive orders and people are upset with their governors or even they have, or maybe they like them, you know, whatever. People have all these different feelings, but you're allowing them to come up with what they think is going to be okay. But we haven't, did we come say, no, we want this to happen and that to happen? Now I recognize everything may not be able to be done, but if we never put our input in there, nothing of what we want happens gets done. Right. At least it'll happen on the back end. And the last thing that I last thing I want to in, uh, say to Black people is, as we come up on this election cycle, where they're saying, you know, vote, 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 vote. Go beyond just the fact that you went ahead and voted. You actually have to, you actually have to hold the people accountable yep. that you put in the seat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't just don't just pull the lever for them. Okay, make sure that whatever they promised you, that they go and do that. And if the person that is in the seat isn't the person you voted for, you still gotta hold them accountable to make sure that your community is gonna be the way you want it to be. And you're gonna have to work with them. Yep. yep. So those those three things for black people and for white people that were in this space and are hearing all these different things, is that I would admonish them that as you see Black people having uh, whatever, whatever, you, whatever you negative emotion or whatever emotion you're seeing that we're having as the desire to uh, feel comfortable may be natural because we want to be comfortable. If you really want to go back to your comfort, the, the, you ne- I heard somebody say, the only way to get to true comfort is you have to be uncomfortable. Like, if you want to be re- like, for example, if you if you want to retire, you'll have to have done a whole bunch of work before you can retire. Mm-hmm. If you want to rest, you have had to do a whole bunch of stuff before you get a chance to rest. You just can't be in a consistent state of rest. And so if you want to really, truly get to a point in which, like, you know, you feel like your feelings are always being jarled up, you're going to have to put some work in. It's got to go beyond the fact that, um, you know, you changed, you gave us a day or you changed some logos, you changed the name of a building. I even think it has to go beyond the fact, and I, Sheldon was saying, you know, put these people in high positions, that's wonderful, but they can be figureheads. It's like, what, is, what, like, what type of power do they have? Because you got people yeah. that you're making the CEO or vice president of diversity. It's like, okay, give the black guys the diversity job. Like, that's what they're doing yeah that's true that's what what they're doing if you look at some of these boards the black person is the vice president of inclusion and diversity Mm. which is great i think that that's wonderful give that person that job but take it further than that and i'm not even saying that just give people jobs to give people jobs give them opportunities to get them yep give them opportunities to get them this last thing i want to say i a very wise man once told me one day i actually wrote it i read it read it from him but i know him personally he happens to be my father he mm-hmm. said that black people never wanted the bar to be lowered for their uh never wanted never, black people never wanted the bar to be lowered but we wanted equal access to the bar preach so we never wanted the bar to be lower we want equal access to the bar and once we get to that bar i add this part once we get to that bar we're gonna make that thing move yep so so that's all That's really, all I said probably boils down to that point right there. For white people, we don't, we don't want you to lower the standards for us, but we do want an opportunity to make something happen. And when we get in this space, if you look at any industry, look at anything we've ever done, whether it was sports, it was business, enterprising, entrepreneur, look at anything. We have, we have risen to the top.
2: Yeah. We,
0: brother, we got somebody dominating in golf. We haven't had a man now, yeah. granted, you try doing do some crazy stuff later. But dominated in golf. Mm-hmm. And how many other black people you know even play golf?
1: That's true. he, he don't say he's black though, so that's not another situation. That is a whole
0: other situation. But my point is <laughs> <laughs> the point is is that we had we got people we got we got two black women that dominated in tennis. Now, mm-hmm. they have inspired other young black women to that's not pick up tennis rackets. But before that there wasn't no there was very few black Period, people that were playing tennis. That's true. But not only did they come in the sport and, you know, be in the sport, they rose to the top of the game. Mm-hmm. So look at any industry, look at anything that has, that really, that black people have been able to get into. The bar doesn't have to be lowered. So just let us get in the door and we're going to make it happen.
1: I love that, man. I love that, man, because you said so many good stuff. Like, I think the biggest thing that I said that this is be the third time I said it this week, but god cares more about god cares more about your character than than for you to be comfortable and i think for so many of us being comfortable is an idol and so whenever that idol gets shaken or rattled like because of these black lives matter stuff or because of some of these things going on whenever that you you start getting mad and you want to lash out but you have to understand that god cares more about your character than he ever cares about you about you being comfortable so when, so America right now, their character, come on now, let's, let's, let's the heart of America, their character needs to get shaken up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And many of us are sitting in our comfortable spaces. We love, you know, we, we love how things are. Many of us are, re, and Black people included, there are many Black people that don't care about the plight of the, of what most or what many Black people, I should say, deal with because they're comfortable where they're at they're so comfortable that they don't want to think about, man, do, do I need to march somewhere? Do I need to write a letter to these people? Like, because on a micro level, my life is good. But on a macro level, there are m- many Black people that are disproportionately affected by what the government has done to Black people. So instead of being excited that you're not in that particular situation, many of us who are comfortable needs to leave our comfortability to go and go engage into a situation um that can be able to be helpful for other people man so you said a mouthful you said bruh but uh and this this all happened from the from from lecrae's situation and his whole white blessings thing you know what i mean but, isn't it ironic how yeah,
0: yeah a song called blessings <laughs>
1: But it wasn't consul- called White Blessings. I need you to understand. It was not that. called yeah. White
0: Blessings. Yeah, so on, just, all it's called is Blessings. That's it's it. It's
1: called Blessings, okay? That's all it.
0: Right. That's It's a blessing. I'm surprised nobody brought that up yet.
1: Well, they don't know Lecrae Music, so. Uh,
0: you see, Come they were really going to try to be petty. They would like, so one of these radio shows or whatever, blog or whatever, they would start the thing out with, and everyone was. <laughs> and they talked in a little segment. That <laughs> blessing. You know it would what's be, funny? It would
1: be crazy. I'm almost okay I'm going to I'm going to finish watching this uh, I mean listening to uh, the Joe Biden podcast. But I'm going to probably text you because I have a funny feeling they're so funny. And some, and the thing is, the, the people on there actually listen to Lecrae. They listen to Lecrae. They mention Lecrae sometimes, like when Kanye um dropped the the um album that gospel album. So a yeah. couple of people are on there, like, well, I like Christian artists. I just don't like you know Kanye. Like he, and they're like, I probably don't. I'm I'm sad. I'm bringing him up now, but you know, I I like. They said I like Andy Mineo. I like Lecrae. I like some of these guys. And I said, hold up, y'all know who these people are, but yet the only time they want to bring them up, they only they don't bring them up all the time. But uh, but anyways, I have a funny feeling as I'm listening to it that one of them is going to play Blessings. The more you're talking about it right now, I'm almost 100% sure they're going to play Blessings before they talk about the whole situation.
0: Bruh, they would laugh for about 10 minutes. I would be on the <laughs> floor. I would be on. It's like the joke wrote itself. Yeah, yeah. The joke code itself, I will be on me
1: for That's hilarious. That is that's so so funny, man. Uh, but I think you, I think you can just go ahead and get us signed out, man. You the man with all that. So go ahead and close <laughs> us out, my man.
0: Well, you was tuned in to episode two of Beats and Bridges. It's your boy DJ Soap, the son of a preacher man. My music will always remain. Clean. My music will always remain clean. My God will always remain king. i my man, Shelton Williams. We are out. Peace.